The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, that's right. Serena Bellissimo, presenter of the Bellissimo Files podcast, is with me uh, to talk about, well, award season broadly, but a specific thread or uh, something you noticed about a couple of the nominations yesterday. Yeah, besides the fact that Ireland and Australia did really well yesterday. Oh, did the Aussies do well The Aussies well? did well as well All with right. um, Elvis, although, can I just put it out there now, mm-hmm. can't believe Baz Luhrmann didn't get a Best Director nod for Elvis. Got everything else but Best Director. But anyway, that's that's not the thread that I'm here to talk about. I'm talking about the fact that we all love a comeback story. And we were talking about it last week with Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. Because, you know, award season, she won a lot for her role in The White Lotus. But now there's two actors who have been getting a lot of um, awards nominations this season. But the fact that they both got their very first Oscar nominations, Brendan Fraser and Ki Hui Kwan. Who's that now? So, Brendan Fraser, we know from The Mummy and from George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. Ki Hui Kwan, we know from The Goonies and the little boy in oh, Indiana Jones. Oh, very good. He got a nomination yesterday. He did, yeah. So, I thought we'd look back. Um, well, we start with now, this isn't obviously an, um, an Oscar acceptance speech because the Oscars aren't on until the 12th of March, but this is Brendan Fraser just recently walked away with a Critics' Choice Award, and I love what he said. I was in the wilderness and. I probably should have left a trail of breadcrumbs, but you found me, and um, like all the best directors, you merely just showed me where to go to get to where I needed to be. Oh my God, that's for... So Does the that whale. not get you teary? No, not really. Oh. Um, Darren Aronofsky is yep. the director he's talking about. So... Tell me a little bit about Brendan Fraser's story arc then. So you mentioned George of the Jungle yeah. and then he was in the Mummy movies. Yeah. These so like, are really famous. And then what happened? So then? the 90s, like late 90s, early noughties, he was everywhere. And then things started happening for him. Like he was injured. Um, okay, he made some really bad film choices as well. Let's not right, you know, okay. bedazzled with Liz Hurley. You know, oh, probably God. shouldn't have yes. gone there. But, you know, um, things – and everyone knows in any career you have peaks and you have troughs, right, and usually you can come back, but not always in Hollywood. So he – I didn't realise he was injured. Um, he had to have operations on his spine, his knees – and his vocal cords. Oh, so that's why he speaks like that. Yeah. So all of that had to be done. So that put him out. Then he went through some personal stuff as well. And then he made a sexual assault allegation. And yes. he said that that really, you know, um, Hollywood didn't want to go anywhere near him. This is his first leading actor role. Well, actually, it's his first real major role in 12 years. Wow. Darren, he, he was in the de- in the wilderness for that long. He was for 12 years. And um, I love, he was on Graham Norton recently and Graham Norton asked him whether he approved of people calling this period his renaissance. Oh, that's good name, And yeah. I love what he said. He said, you can call me whatever you like, just as long as you keep calling me. <laughs> All right. So, and that's what I hope. Because like when we saw Mickey Rourke, he sort of came back from the wilderness as well with The Wrestler, right? Yes. In 2008. And he had his moment and then he went on to do some stuff like The Expendables and some questionable films. And he's sort of gone back. So I'm hoping for Brendan Yeah, but Fraser. you know what? He probably has made a fortune at the same time. He like has- Mickey Rourke made an absolute ton of money I'd say from the likes of The Expendables and I would I would maybe I don't know if this is Brendan Fraser's frame of mind but I would suspect Mickey Rourke thought you know what I'm going to make hay with the sun shines because I know how fickle this is. Yeah. I know what it's like to end up in the wilderness again. I'm just going to cash in. And I'll cash in for and if, if people begin to kind of ridicule me in seven or eight nine years time so what? I, I hope that's what he's done because sometimes what's let 
Mickey Rourke down is his party boy ways. Oh, yeah. Right? So, oh, true look. But look, yeah, so we hope... Count the end without the yang, Serena. True, true. You know? But look, another one who is, his star is rising at the moment is... Ki Hui Kwan, who um, was data in the Goonies, who was in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. But then he had to quit, a- quit acting because there were just no roles. He wasn't finding any roles for Asian characters. Okay. And the Oscars, and this is a lovely thing about the Oscars as well this year. I mean, Michelle Yeoh, Best Actress, First Asian Actress to be nominated for a Best Actress Award. Isn't that crazy? That is That's, absolutely mental. Yeah, so he was just like, there's nothing out there for me. And then he saw, in t- 2018, he saw Crazy Rich Asians and he called his his friend and he went, will you represent me? Do you reckon we can give this another go because there's parts coming up? Yeah. And that's when he was sent everything everywhere and he went out on his first audition in ages. He also said, like, during the pandemic, it was really, really tough. He was saying to his friend, just get me something because you know what the healthcare system's like in the States? He goes, I just want it to keep my medical insurance. So things were really tough. So it's really nice. Like, he's, yeah. he's turned around and he said um, – I've been watching the Oscars for more than 30 years now and every single year I would imagine myself being on the red carpet, being in that room with everybody. Of course, as the years went by, the chance of it ever becoming true slowly dissipated. And when I stepped away for acting, I didn't think this dream would ever come true. I will always now be Oscar-nominated actor. Yeah, that's amazing because I guess a few people talk about they they just had a few years where they were making turkeys. This guy completely turned his back, was off, you know, just doing... Yeah. Regular work, like yeah. regular Joes. And and now there he is, going to be at the Oscars. It is incredible. Um, who will we talk about next? Robert Downey Jr., Can maybe? We, cause we, yeah, because we spoke about um, Mickey Rourke yes. and his party boy ways. If you know nothing about Robert Downey Jr. and you just go by 2008 to now, you just go, what are you talking about? He's such a successful actor. Mm-hmm. His dad, Robert Downey Sr., which there's a great Netflix documentary um, on about him at the moment. Um, was an actor as well. But if you were around in the 90s and early noughties, you know that things weren't always sweet for Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. This is real yin and yang stuff. It Um, really is. What do you remember of him? Well, do you know what? I I do remember there was a movie he made... called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang yes, with Val Kilmer which I loved fabulous. I thought it was just yeah. a really underrated but brilliant movie yeah. but actually it's not the movies that you remember about Robert Downey Jr it's like these stories like he was he basically was just fueled by cocaine yeah. for about a decade you know he has and he talks about his, whole, his years of his life he can't remember yeah. uh, he, anyway I remember kind of sounds mad it, like, it really does and I remember watching it. it was the early 90s and Entertainment Tonight was huge in Australia and I was watching it and I I just really felt sad for Robert Downey Jr. at the time because he just looked so lost and it didn't matter what help he was getting. I mean, he served prison time. Yeah. Like he was in I remember seeing him in the orange jumpsuit. Um the thing with him, he's really lucky because even during this, Hollywood while he was going through whatever he was going through, Hollywood just kept giving him chances. Mm. And in 2008, because, I mean, he did stuff as well, something that a lot of people don't talk about, Soap Dish. It's a really stupid movie, no, but I've it's so it. much fun. Okay. He guest starred in Ally McBeal for oh, two years. He? Yeah, for, for two, two years. years he was on Ally McBeal. He was in those gender-neutral toilets for two years <laughs> and none was. of us noticed. He was ahead of his time. Wow. Um, and then it was 2008. Well, that's when it was released. So it was before that. But John Favreau just went, this was, now it's hard to believe because superhero movies were everywhere. But this time, 2008, they weren't really everywhere. This is the first Iron Man. Yeah. And John Favreau went, I want him in the studio going, you are nuts. He's so unreliable. 
And then we got this from him. Oh, Mr. Stark, uh, you have been described by some as a Da Vinci for our time. What do you have to say about that? Uh, Da Vinci? Uh, Ridiculous. I don't paint. And what do you have to say about the fact that Stark Weapons is responsible for millions of deaths since World War II? Oh, boy, let me guess. Uh, Berkeley? Ms. Miss Summer, uh, and it's Brown. Okay. Well, uh, listen, Miss Brown, it's an imperfect world, but it's the only one we've got. Is that from the actual movie? No, it's not. That He had to audition. So after okay. a career like he had, I mean, 1992 nominated for an Oscar for his role in Chaplin as Charlie Chaplin. Gotcha. And then, you know, and, and uh, John Favreau said, you want this, you need to come audition for it. Stuck his neck out. Now you can't imagine anyone else. And he reinvigorated the movie hero genre. Another person who went down his sort of line as well was Winona Ryder. 90s. She was huge. Do you remember yeah. in everything? She was in um, Heather's, Beetlejuice, Reality Bites, one of my favourite films, <laughs> Girl Interrupted. And then her. it's always something in their personal life takes over. And do you remember she had that really weird, I'm going to say alleged because I don't even know if it was ever proven. Ah, she was a kleptomaniac. Yeah, she kept, was it? She kept yeah. Um, shoplifting. Yeah. Yeah, and then maybe that's not, I'm I'm exposing myself now to a lawsuit from an unknown writer, but let, I think we're do, safe. Let's I do a legend, right? We, we've just said allegedly there, but alleged yeah, that, serial shoplifter. Yeah, yeah, that followed writer. her everywhere, yeah. and then she just disappeared. And then Stranger Things came out, and I remember when I saw her, I tried to give Stranger Things a, a go the first season. I'm just too scared to watch it. It's really good, but I'm just too scared. But I stuck with it for right. half a season only because of Winona Ryder, because I love her and I love to see that her star is rising again. Um, can we do one more? I think and and um and I want to mention him because he's often talked about in these types of conversations the McConaughey's but Matthew <laughs> McConaughey didn't go anywhere he didn't right because I was he was still the... box office enough yeah like every time I hear that I'm just like I a, don't he was understand. a solid 120 million euro at the box office man he was you and, know? and he... no more no. <laughs> <laughs> he was done at that stage. Yeah. But he was also a solid rom-com man. Yes, right? And I exactly. think that's why they call it the – can you say that again because I can't say it? A reconnaissance. Yeah, they call it that because he reinvented himself is what it is. So yeah. he didn't have this comeback. People just went, oh, you're not just the guy who takes off his top – Although if he gets a chance to take off his, his top, he will still take it for his top right, in every right, movie, right? right? <laughs> but you do more than that. You know, he came in with, was it Lincoln Lawyer? Um, he did the Dallas Buyers, Buyers Club, Club yeah. where he won the Oscar. And now everyone's just like, Matthew, whatever you want to do, we'll give it to you. Mm. So Green Lights, his autobiography. Yes. If people want to get into audiobooks, Listen to Matthew McConaughey reading his own story. He ad, like he he goes off script. He's laughing out loud at different at his own jokes and at his own life experience. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, uh, but anyway, or watch some of his movies like The Dallas Buyers Club, Magic Mike, any of them. Um, Serena, thanks a million. We'll Thank talk you. to you again at the same time next week. Serena Bellissimo, presenter of the Bellissimo Files podcast. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.